On this month's episode of Digital Signage Digest, we get a preview of Digital Signage Expo 2020 and talk with Samsung about key partnerships they have recently brokered. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is Digital Signage Digest, episode number 13, Great Walls of Fire. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Atlas IED, innovative audio solutions for every business environment, and by Christy Digital. I'm Lenore Aline, and this is Digital Signage Digest, the AV Nation TV show that looks at the news and issues of the digital signage market. On this episode of Digital Signage Digest, we'll be taking a look at what to expect at Digital Signage Expo 2020, which is being held from March 31st to April 3rd at the Las Vegas Convention Center. And a little later on in the show, we'll be talking with Samsung about their new wall display, as well as new partnerships the company has recently brokered in the channel. Joining me now is Chris Gibbs, President and COO at Expo Nation. Hi, Chris. Hey, Lenore. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for joining me on the show. My pleasure. So we're just going to launch right in. We're taping this on a Friday. And yesterday, you guys issued a statement about DSE going forward um, as we all deal with the global coronavirus crisis. So why do you think it was important to issue that statement at this point in time, just a, a little bit a month out of the show? Yeah, well, I mean, I think the media in the U.S. has, you know, really ramped up a lot of coverage on it. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it, it started to, you know, feel like, you know, some some people may be questioning, um, you know, going to events and, and things like this in the U.S. And, and you know, we feel that, you know, DSE is, is really largely a domestic show. We don't have uh, very uh, much. Most of our international attendees are from North and South America. Um, and uh, because of the travel ban from China, um, a large number of the uh, exhibitors are not going to have uh, from China won't be at the show this year because they can't get here. Yeah. So, you know, we really felt like, um, you know, that the media currently was, was, you know, really overstating a lot of the concerns. Um, and there's a lot of unknown that's, you know, that, that surrounds this virus, mm -hmm. but there's not currently an outbreak in the U.S. You know, there's right. some, there's, there's a few people from a, from a cruise and a few others, but there's not currently an outbreak. So, um, you know, we've been speaking with the Las Vegas Convention Center and they're taking every precaution they can necessary and stepping up a multitude of um, clean measures and, you know, war hand sanitizing stations and all these other things that, that event producers do. And, you know, we really just felt that, you know, we should, you know, kind of our, the theme is kind of keep calm and carry on. <laughs> like, you know, don't panic attendees and exhibitors. The show is happening. The show is being staged. You know, we have several thousand already registered to attend. Right. Uh, we have fantastic exhibitors, you know, already lined up to showcase their product. Um, so we thought it was just necessary to, to make sure everyone knows um, that we, you know, the show will be produced and it will be staged um, April uh, 1st and 2nd. Great. I know that uh, with ISC, there was so much chatter about that, uh, especially in the, uh, you know, the uh, ISC management issued almost daily statements leading up to the show. It did have a little bit of an impact, but I, I think you're right. It hasn't had, it's not been an outbreak here. So 
let's just wait and see and just keep our plans. I agree with that. Keep calm and carry on, Lenora. <laughs> that's, 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 that's our plan. The we have British a we have a section on our website that actually we are you know up you know any kind of updates that we get, mm-hmm. um, we're posting there, and our statement can also be found there. You can find it on our homepage. Excellent. So let's dive into the show. Um, what's new for attendees at this year's DSE? And what changes have you implemented this year? And why would you, why did you do that? Yep. So, uh, you know, this year we have over 30 uh, new companies to the show. So not only are there, you know, new products and basically every exhibitor's booth, um, but we have 30 companies that are just new to the event as a whole. So we always love our our new first time exhibitors and bringing the technologies that they're bringing. Um, And there's, there's a multitude of different things from, um, from glass that has antimicrobial, I don't know how to say this. It's kind of built into the glass, right? So, so maybe this is good for the for the discussion we're having right now regarding uh, the coronavirus. So the touch screens, right? So the so people you know aren't spreading disease and germs and things like that. Um, A company out of Europe that that came in from that to um, another company called Squirrels that does screen mirroring as well as digital signage. Um, That's a first-time exhibitor at DSE. And then, you know, companies like our presenting sponsor, Peerless AV, that always has new technology with their outdoor TVs and displays. Um, And it's just, it goes on and on and on. But so what's new, I would say a lot of the products are new um, that we have at the show. Um, We also have a new area on the floor that's really focused on the digital of home space. We're seeing a really large growth in this sector of the industry. And uh, we created kind of a pavilion uh, that serves that sector, not only with education, uh, but also with uh, the types of companies that service digital out of home networks and advertising agencies. So these could be programmatic um, services and platforms uh, for advertising. It could be um, artificial intelligent solutions. It could be I mean, artificial intelligence solutions. It could be um, uh, facial recognition, all different types of analytics that surround proving the ROI mm-hmm. behind advertising networks. So we're excited about that. Uh, we have about a half a dozen. I think we had another one in today um, in in that section of the floor. Um, so that's brand new to the event. And so, you know, I think we're seeing a large growth in that digital out of home space. So, yeah, you've kind of answered my next question, which is, you know, what do you expect to see? Where do you expect to see growth on the show floor this year? And you basically told me um, digital out of home. Are there any other areas that you think will um, people will kind of flock to in light of recent developments in the space? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, what we're seeing is, you know, displays are getting smarter and smarter and smarter. So, you know, while the digital out of home space may have some of that technology kind of isolated, what we're also seeing is, you know, displays and units that have all this stuff built in. So they'll they'll have analytical um, solutions, uh, camera technology, all built into these units uh, because they're smarter and they have to be smarter because what's happening with uh, end users and companies that are deploying them is they have to prove them. Right, so you can't just you can't just throw up displays and say, "Oh, we did it." You have to you have to you have to put a digital signage rollout in place, and then you have to really be able to prove why you did it and why it makes sense. So, yes. even if it's not even an advertising network, why are you doing it? And then, how can you prove that concept? How can you prove it sold more, you know, widgets? Right? How can you prove that it made the experience better at your venue? Right? And so. Right. Um, a lot of these units that we're seeing are having more technology packed into them um, where you can, you know, have one of these units and it would, you know, show everything. So you're going to see that across the board from, uh, again, companies like Peerless AV and the other display companies and, that we have at the show. Um, 
But I think, you know, NEC Display, uh, one of our large exhibitors also at the front of the event, uh, has a lot of this technology built in and a whole new analytical platform uh, that they'll be showcasing at the show. So speaking on these analytical platforms and all the stuff that's being stuffed into the screen now to just, you know, provide ROI and, and just also feedback to even manufacturers, I'm sure some of this data is going to inform how things develop for them as well. How do you see these innovations exciting the market and moving the needle for digital signage, which, you know, we, we continue to say it's growing, but in what direction? Well, I mean, I think it's I think it's going to be growing in in that di- that direction. What what you just spoke of. I mean, before yeah. it was when we first started this event, you know, in the early two thousands, it was a you know sixteen by nine plasma display that cost eight thousand dollars. So there weren't a lot of companies that could roll out digital signage. Yeah. There were a few. They put it in their you know beautiful flagship store in New York. Um, but right now, with the consolidation in the display market, um, with you know costs being driven down, and while all these things being um, smarter, and even direct view LED getting less expensive and more competitive, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I think I think it's twofold. I think it's one is with the innovation and the technology, and these things can really drive value in analytics and data, so companies can absorb it, make better decisions. Um, and pivot, right, with the consumer-facing, if it's a consumer-facing market, um, or maybe it's a manufacturing-type facility. Mm-hmm. So as these things, as these display, or healthcare facility, if it's a hospital, as these displays and technology continue to improve, um, we're going to see more and more of these things rolled out. So what we see also is, you know, a company that maybe came to the show two years ago or three years ago, we're seeing, we speak to them, we call and talk to them. We're seeing them coming back and say, okay, what we did then was great, mm-hmm. but we need to upgrade, right? Yeah, we absolutely. need to, we need to, we need to, we need to change it because the technology is evolving. Just like you may upgrade your PCs every two or three years. We're going to start seeing that. We're going to start seeing these, these systems um, being redesigned, redeveloped um, as they continue to evolve. Right. I mean, as you do every year, digital signage expo would be, has a full slate of summits and workshops um, on the roster. What are some programs or, or workshops that you think attendees would be really excited to head over to once they hit the show floor? Yep. So we have both paid seminars and we have some free seminars at the floor. So we have a paid um, uh, program. So we have pre-show starts on Tuesday and we have certification programs for from the digital signage expert group on displays on content and their ex, expert group program and networks um, but we also have um, two partners that we work with one is ALI um, advanced learning Institute uh, so is really focused more on the corporate communication space and then the other one is ALI and then SEGD, and SEGD is more regarding the architectural and design aspect of displays and technology and how they're being um, worked into the built environment. And then during the show, we have full, I think it's 50-something, 52 sessions, I think, Um, and then we also have workshops on the floor of the show that are free. So if someone doesn't have the budget to afford the sessions, they should still come to the show and they can get free education on the floor during both days of the event. So some of the sessions that I would definitely recommend uh, your listeners, you know, seriously consider would be for the, the keynote session, which is kind of digital signage and where we're headed, right? Yes. And we have a whole panel of experts that, that are going to be discussing that from different aspects of the industry. Um, and that's led by Rich Ventura with NEC Display. Um, and then we also have sessions that are really kind of 
were created for the AV slash IT integrator. So one is, you know, earning sustainable revenue by selling services. And Sonic Communications is actually um, going to be sponsoring that one. Um, we have, and that's in McCann Systems is going to be one of the speakers. Um, we have round tables. So we have a lunch where we'll be serving lunch. And then we have facilitators um, that will be speaking towards certain subject matter or hot subject matter in different spaces. So in this case, on the Wednesday, uh, Whitlock is going to be um, facilitating that lunch round table. And on Thursday, it's the Georgia Aquarium. Right. Um, let's talk about best practices with seamless integration. Um, and then, um, oh, I'm sorry, that's a session. And then uh, Braun Consulting is going to be doing one on Thursday. Um, and then we have an, an another session is fusing design, technology, and content into immersive environments everywhere. So I can't go through all 52 sessions, but those are some of the, those, those are some of the integrator sessions. I think we have over 150 speakers, Lenore. Yeah, you I, guys my, have my a director. really packed mm -hmm packed schedule when I went on the on the website I was like oh my goodness I mean there's no excuse really you know to, to, no, to yeah it, it, the reason we do that show. yeah well the reason we do that is you know there's it, it, digital signage isn't a one shoe fits all type of a um, industry right yeah, sure. um, so you know even if it's from the fast food solutions to retail solutions to healthcare solutions to campus solutions whether it be a corporate facility or education or a venue or museum there's different aspects. I mean, the technology is there and is very similar, but the choices and the decisions that are made from each of these different in-use installations are very different, right? And so what we do is, you know, assemble experts uh, from these um, different in-use environments to help say, okay, this is what we did right, this is what we did wrong. And I think it really helps, um, you know, attendees that are coming to the show kind of avoid some of those arrows in the back, right? Yeah. Um, by listening to these different experts and learning, and that's what we're here to do. I mean, and even if even if we have listeners that are brand new to the to the space, and they can be in a very intimidating space, um, we have what on Tuesday afternoon we have a free and it's totally free is a new attendee boot camp. I think last year we had 150 people, maybe more in it. Oh, nice. And it really talks about the basics. Okay, you're here at the show. Okay, so you know, media player basics. Right. <laughs> display basics. You know, when you walk out there and someone says, you know, this about a display, what do they mean? Right. So right. it's really, really kind of breaking it down to the basics. And it was a fantastic session. We had, had more people walk up to me to the show on uh, Tuesday, on Wednesday and Thursday last year that said that was just fantastic. I mean, because they really they didn't they didn't feel like they were quite as much of a novice um, right. after taking that. They could ask some questions, you know, that, that made sense, right, when they walk around and look at the exhibits. That makes sense, actually. One of the things I'm curious about is your ratio of integrators, manufacturers, to just lay people who, who are curious about digital signage and view this as an educational opportunity. Are you seeing those numbers shift over the years? So, well, yeah, we're seeing our attendees becoming um, more sophisticated. Yeah. Now, we're, we're always going to have the people that this is first. We're always going to have a quick serve restaurant that's going to say, hey, we have to put digital menu boards in. Jim and Susan, please go to the show and figure this out for us, right? <laughs> so we're always going to have those people come to the show because sure. um, the, the, the industry as a whole is still in its infancy as an industry, right? right. Um, but we also, compared to where the show was, you know, was the show, this is our 17th, I believe, year, 18th year, call it 10 years ago the attendees were educated and the exhibitors love that because they don't have to spend as much time educating them on the technology as 
what do you need, right? So the more educated um, attendee, whether it's an integrator, whether it's an end user, whether it's an agency or an experiential agency, whatever it is, the more educated they are, the faster they can get down to, okay, now what solution do you need, right? They're not, exactly. they're not talking about that this is a media player. You know, so and then 10 minutes later, after the person's kind of nodding their head and still glazing over, <laughs> now what do you need? And the person's like, I don't know. So now they can really they can get to that quicker, and we're hearing that from our exhibitors, and they love that, right? Because yeah. it, it helps them get to providing a solution faster instead of just educating them on what this stuff does. Brilliant. Chris, thank you so much for being with us today. Where can our listeners find you and find more information on Digital Signage Expo 2020? Yeah, so you can always just Google Digital Signage Expo and we'll pop right up. But our direct uh, URL is www.digitalsignageexpo.net.com or it's dse2020.com. Amazing. Thank you so much, Chris. See you at the show. Joining us now is Mark Kiros, Vice President of Marketing for the Display Division at Samsung, to talk about the debut of the company's new wall for business and their partnership with several NCAA Division II conferences. Hi, Mark. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. So late last year, I took a tour of Samsung's digital signage installations around New York City with you, and a couple of your colleagues viewed micro-D and LED walls you know, as the focus for that day-long uh, excursion. Um, at ISC, you guys reveal the wall for business applications. How does this iteration of the wall differ from the ones currently on the market? So the first thing is the technology is uh, basically the same. Uh, the difference is it's a, um, an expansion of the portfolio. So the lineup in increases by adding the, the two models, a, a 1.2 and a 1.6 pixel pitch. Mm -hmm. um, it gives us more scale to uh, touch more customers, right? More use cases. Um, you know, before the wall at uh, sub, you know, one millimeter pixel pitch, um, it had a pretty exclusive clientele, right? Um, yeah. Whether it was, you know, high-end applications within corporate enterprise or um, other areas within the, in, in commercial spaces or ultra-high net worth, um, now these two additional SKUs allow us to, you know, bring that down a bit and expand the, uh, the opportunities uh, for folks to um, be able to, in, you know, implement the wall as one of their visual experience solutions. Okay. So what applications do you see with, with, this, uh, with these new picture, uh, pixel pitches? What applications do you see it as ideal for and how does this align with your smart digital signage uh, focus? Yeah, I think you know what we saw originally was that the the initial uh, Wall Pro uh, product was going into specific Wow type of areas, you know, <laughs> um, executive boardrooms, uh, also kind of lobbies uh, areas where. You know, you wanted to put, it, it represented your brand, so you wanted to put the best on display. Um, but as you looked at other areas within the enterprise or other areas within um, other commercial establishments, whether it was retail or automotive, uh, some of the early use cases, what we would find is that uh, customers would be wowed by the technology of the wall. They'd start the conversation, but immediately once they saw the, the price tag of the wall, they started based on their budget, started shifting their focus to maybe just a traditional LED 
uh, technology, uh, which is very successful for us. But um, there was a pretty big gap between the price point of the wall, so middle, uh, one millimeter, and, and kind of our traditional LED. Mm-hmm. But, but now uh, with the 1.2 and 1.6, that price point is coming down uh, pretty significantly. And it gives us a nice kind of good, better, best uh, type of uh, ladder up between uh, our traditional IF and IER series LED products and uh, the wall now with that wall for business and then the wall, uh, uh, some one millimeter pixel pitch, right? So it's really uh, allowing a lot more applications um, for commercial customers to identify uh, that technology and use it. So is it going to, so for the commercial sector, is it that they can go larger for less money or go smaller for even less money? Exactly. Uh, so that it's, it's more customizable for whatever they might need it. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is it's, it gives them the flexibility, right? Yeah. It gives them the flexibility to be able to, uh, one, go bigger, right? Because that was also a, a limiter um, uh, because, you know, it was already a, a, a pretty um, uh, costly solution, right? At, yeah. at its kind of traditional 146 four by four cabinet uh, installation, but now it allows you to one come in at a lower price point and expand at a at a lower cost as well, right? So it's, it gives yeah. you that flexibility to uh, one get into the technology and actually um, the use cases expand because the technology is, is more uh, cost effective. Right. Which is, which leads into the, to the kind of third question around this is, you know, how can integrators successfully pitch it to their clients? And I think that's a big, having a good, better, best model is always a good thing. Uh, but is there any other benefits that you can tell integrators about that would help them to sell it to more commercial uh, uh, clients? Yeah, I, I think the it goes back to the um, all of the great benefits that you had in the wall um, are now a bit available at a lower cost. I mean, really, yeah. we we had a um, a big uh, partner event and and our internal sales event last week in Las Vegas, and uh, we had for the first time the one dot two one dot six and our traditional you know uh, wall on display so, so our partners here in the U.S. could kind of take a look at them all, all at the same time. And uh, yeah. it was really hard to discern the difference from a certain viewing angle, right? It was very difficult, uh, even with them right up close next to each other. Um, so, but as you compare that with our traditional LED technology, you could see the stark difference, right, mm-hmm. on that viewing experience. So it really started to, the conversations really started expanding by those partners and even our internal sales folks around the applications and and how they might have had an opportunity before um, that was perfect for the wall, but the price tag wasn't there because the budget wasn't there for that specific customer. So I think as 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 integrators think about uh, how you position this, it really is as simple as that good, better, best strategy yeah. where we have solutions that are very cost effective. Uh, for those who are trying to move away from traditional LCD technology customers into start working with LED and the use case makes sense um, and the budget aligns with that. But at the same time, if you want to um, move up that stack, we now have products that fit right in the middle in that kind of better area 
so mm-hmm. that you know you you can get uh, you can get customers to um, to really get into that wall technology without having to sacrifice um, you know and, and blow out your budget. Right? I mean that's really right. at the end of the day because most most deployments have a fixed per budget that they have uh, customers have, and so that was really the challenge that we had uh, previously. Got you. So I want to turn now to the announcements that Samsung made a, a, about a week or two ago, um, being the official display partner for six NCAA Division II conferences. Um, these partnerships covered a broad swath of collegiate sports. How were these partnerships brokered, and what would they entail for Samsung? Yeah, so our, our, um, our business that was behind those partnerships is our um, – our live event and entertainment and spectacular business, right? It's, it leverages our prism view technology with our, our outdoor led technology um, that we've integrated into Samsung formally, right? That mm-hmm. happened uh, in October of last year. What, what we were trying to do with that was to really identify organizations that, and associations that we wanted to work with collectively to bring those new technologies to bear within, you know, those organizations and, and the venues that those organizations um, work with. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the way it was brokered really was around kind of the seeing the technology, right. So they got exposure around the technology. Uh, A lot of the universities are, are kind of either going through uh, renovations or looking to expand the experience, just like the professionals are. Right, everybody's trying to compete with, um, really, with uh, staying home. Right, you've got to get mm-hmm. fans out of their homes and into the seats, into these venues, and so that's no different in the in the university landscape. Right, and so um, we looked at it as an opportunity to work very closely with these associations who have. Um, influence over those universities and uh, being the kind of technology display technology uh, partner of choice for those organizations was we saw as a, as a huge benefit to not only uh, provide um, visibility to the great uh, products that we have and the great solutions that we can bring to bear, but also uh, the kind of the reciprocal where those associations would provide us with insights on how we can evolve the technology, how we can meet the demands of the ever-changing university landscape, and uh, and 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 kind of kind of stay ahead of the game, right? Right. So I know the partnerships, most of them anyway, are for two-year engagements. So how would the partnerships evolve over the course of those those two years, and what should fans expect when they attend conference games that feature Samsung displays? Yeah, well, I'm, again, I, the, it should be a world-class experience from a visual standpoint, right? I think the products um, are great. Uh, as you saw when you were in, uh, in that media tour that we had back in New York City, right? At uh, one times square, two times square, uh, those are uh, our, uh, our outdoor products, and, mm-hmm. and they do a great job. So I think that's one thing, that the whole fan experience should be enhanced. Um, and then at the, at the same time, um, it's for us, it's kind of just the start. It's just the beginning. You would expect us to, um, or you will see us playing more and more into those spaces moving forward as that's really a strategic opportunity for us to grow our Mm -hmm. business in LED. And so we'll be making more investments as it relates to partnering with the right organizations out there to help us 
you know, collectively bring these one-of-a-kind fan experiences to, to fans all over the country. So what else is coming from Samsung in the digital science space? What else can we look forward to? I know DSC 2020 is coming up. Um, are you guys going to attend that? And what should we look forward to? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about the lineup, uh, the product lineup. We talked a little bit about 1.6, 1.2, 1, 1. Uh, mm -hmm. the wall products. Um, we'll also be launching a little bit later this year, uh, actually end of this month, so it's not later this year, end of this <laughs> month, a, um, a TV product, kind of a professional TV product. We, we call it internally business TV. But think about this as a, a digital signage that's very simplified, uh, targeting that SMB customer um, okay. that would maybe in otherwise go and purchase something at, uh, as a TV and then hang it as uh, kind of quasi signage. The problem you have with that is it really wasn't designed. That TV wasn't really designed for signage, but the individual, you know, whether it's a restaurant or service providers is looking to incorporate some visual experience to keep uh, folks who are waiting or who are conversing kind of entertained, but at mm -hmm. the same time would have liked to deliver a, a key message or, or on a promotion or so forth. So we've uh, developed this solution and it uh, is based on a, um, very easy mobile interface. So there's an app that allows you to kind of do it yourself as the, um, as the owner or the manager of that establishment. And, um, and it's got, you know, hundreds upon hundreds of templates that you could then, you know, still within uh, the, probably the most popular one is you've got kind of an L frame mm -hmm. where, you, you know, use as signage. And then the, the other portion of the screen is where you would see kind of your normal TV content, right? And so the idea here is that we'd be enabling um, those customers to now have the capability to deliver very key messages on, you know, as I said, in a restaurant or in a bar, happy hours are on these days, specials are, these are the drink specials, at the same time you're watching the game, right? So all of that content, because, you know, we have to have so much information these days, kind of all at the same time, right? Yeah, absolutely. Way we are uh, as human beings, and so the idea would be now we have a product to, to enable uh, those um, those small and medium business owners to uh, be able to do that. Um, and so we just had that solution, like I said, on display back at our um, uh, partner event, and that was uh, received very well. Uh, people were very excited about that coming out um, on the. Um, monitor side so not less less uh kind of the smart signage on the uh desktop display area we announced at ces that we were coming out with a new lineup of gaming uh mm -hmm. displays right gaming monitors uh so that i'm really excited about in the second half of the year especially as you know esports is exploding um and that's a opportunity for us at samsung not only on the the desktop displays but also the signage so a lot of our led business uh, is used as the kind of the wow displays for those gaming events. Uh, so now we have a, a lineup that allows you know an esports venue to work just with Samsung, you know, as it relates to all of their signage needs and the, even the desktops, right? Uh, Fantastic. Uh, as it relates to that. So yeah, so so some really cool things coming out. Uh, you guys are busy. Also, yeah, very busy. <laughs> the other thing is, you know, as we've as we migrated from just the you know, uh, industry leader in the in the in the hardware space. We've been doing more in our software. Uh, so Magic Info as a platform that we've developed 
uh, for content management, you know, remote management of devices and so forth is expanding. So we'll have later this year, we'll have the latest release, which will be 8.0, mm -hmm. uh, which is another uh, value add that will, you know, be able to extend to both our partners and our customers. Um, uh, and then the last thing I would say is we've, we know that as we've started to scale our LED business, um, more and more we need to enable our partners with servicing capabilities, right? So, you know, different than just hanging a, a, an LFD, uh, a large format display, uh, LED is a little bit of a mini construction project. So there's a lot that goes into there. So the integrators are really familiar with that process. Um, but as this new technology comes out, our micro LED technology, it's a very unique installation process. We need to be able to enable the channel to do that effectively, right? So that, and we understand now, you know, what are the different elements to, to actually deploying an LED uh, display? Um, it's not just around that you get it right once and then you leave, it's you get it right and then there's some settling. You have to go back and make sure that it's still calibrated the way it is. And so those are opportunities for integrators, right? For, yeah. for uh, additional revenues that we want to make sure that we enable. So we're doing more in the kind of services, professional services, installation services, uh, offerings that will be coming out throughout the rest of the year as well. So a lot of stuff, as you said, and we're really excited. Amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show, Mark. How can our listeners uh, find you? Well, you know, we're, uh, we're on samsung.com. That's the first thing if there's that. Um, but uh, as it relates to, um, we have a pretty broad set of, of channel partners, right, um, that are out there, whether it's our integrators, the likes of uh, Diversified or Whitlock, a a now uh, a AVISPL, those guys merged yeah. together, right? So that was some big news. Um, uh, or in kind of the big reseller space with the CDWs, the Insights, and all other partners. So we're very well, we're, you know, we're a huge channel organization, right? So we do everything through the channel. Uh, we also, from a customer standpoint, um, you know, our customer, we have a, a sales force that does a lot of uh, interaction with some of the bigger clients as, as well, right? So we have uh, a key account managers that go out there and support that. But uh, again, I would say, you know, reach out to, uh, reach out to um, our, uh, our Sam, start with samsung.displaysolutions.com, right? So that's our, our key website, and it's got all the information that uh, is out there. And, uh, you know, uh, reach out, because I think this is the time, right? If you're thinking about uh, moving to digital or refreshing, uh, there's great opportunities right now in the industry. Amazing. Thank you so much, Mark. I'm Lenore Aline, and you can find me on Twitter at LenoreDSM. For Avian Nation, visit our website, avianation.tv. You'll find this show and a host of others. While you're there, please visit our supporters section. These are the companies that support us financially and help us bring you Digital Signage Digest, coverage of DSC, Infocom, and more. All that and more at avianation.tv. That's avianation.tv.